Kyle, you've rolled a nat 20 on your dice. What do you want to do with your turn? Uh, I, I go up the ladder. Wait, no, that sends me down the snake. You fool, that trick in my trap card. Now I activate Pot of Greed, and that lets me draw two cards from my deck. That's not how you play Monopoly. Uh, it says here, yeah, you owe me $200 in rent, actually. Yetsie! Avalanche! Tetsuo! Ganida! Onita? It's over 9,000! Nani? Kawaii-fi. 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 Kawaii-fi Radio. Kawaii-fi Radio. Kawaii-fi Radio. Kawaii-fi Radio. Konnichiwa and welcome. You're tuned in to Kawaii-fi Radio, the podcast we dive in the world of anime and manga every fortnight. I'm Kyle and joining me are my co-hosts Loz and Aaron. And where is Kenny? Truth be told, he's working on our next big episode, uh, which we'll talk about more a bit shortly. But hi, guys! Hi! hi. I, f- I feel a little like I've I've lost something. It might it might be my volume a little bit. No, no, it's just my headphones. They're old and dying. You've um, lost you've lost Kenny, and I've he's Kenny. and he's a part of he's a part of all of us. It'll never be the same without of, him. Yes. Starting the There's Kenny count again. My heart. We're starting the Kenny count. It was up to one. So <laughs> Kenny, no. Um, <laughs> Damn it. We've been through this. Um, For those who forgot, this is uh, Kyle keeps calling Aaron Kenny and keeps and keeps doing, and that and they're actually different people. So they are very different people. So we we count how many times he's done it, and I guess that's how many times Aaron gets to punch Kyle. I guess maybe. (laughs) I'm just you know just saying. Okay, now before we do get started, um, I do have to make a official Kawaii statement. This is you know this is very important. Legal reasons. Um, this is for legal reasons. Apparently, um, despite our best intentions, last episode it appears we made a horrible mistake. More correctly, I made a horrible mistake. Why? Now you, you may recall we were talking about how a dictionary is created and how words are chosen. Uh-huh. And during this discussion, Farah brought up a word which I thought was made up, but it turns out is an actual word and in the urban dictionary. Is this the poggers? That's right. We're t- we're, oh we somewhat God. claimed the word poggers, which I now understand is a Twitch reference, and we at Kawaii-Fi would like to apologise to the word's original creator for this horrible misunderstanding. So we're, we're really sorry, PewDiePie. No, oh, <laughs> it's geez. not PewDiePie. It's not actually, it. is it's it? Not. Because it's all about poggers? I don't care. <laughs> is that what you don't know about the PogChamp? I have no idea. I had no idea what PogChamp is. I've now been educated. So show my age here, clearly. Yeah, um, we're old people. Well, yeah. <laughs> my, my sweet little spring song. Hey, can I just like <laughs> tag onto that? Um, I didn't tell you guys about this before, but I did end up telling some of my new students at the oh. new school I'm at that I'm on an anime podcast. And then I eventually did tell them the name because I was like, eh, whatever, go listen. It's PG, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and they keep asking me questions like, oh, miss, have you seen Naruto or have you seen Death Note? And I'm like, okay, guys, uh, how, how old are you and what year were you born in? They're like, they're year seven, so they were mm. born in 2007. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, Death Note came out in 2006. Uh, this anime I went, is older than you. When I was in high school. So, um, yes, I have seen Death Note. <laughs> Duh. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, I'm I mean, yeah, they're, they're <laughs> testing your weeb credential. They're testing mm. if you are of an otaku to be respected or reviled. I am the queen <laughs> otaku and I will be addressed as such. Thank you very much. Okay. All weebs deserve respect. Yes, yeah. all weebs deserve respect. Hashtag not all weebs. Okay, moving on from political <laughs> issues of any shape, form. <laughs> let us talk about what we're doing this episode. So we are talking about board games and card games on motorcycles and so on. Um, Child <laughs> card games? Maybe some sort of children's, children's card, card games? games? 
that has you know a global following we'll get to that With the king of games yes we'll get to the king of gaming very shortly but before we do that we've got to talk about what's airing at the moment and we want to start off in an area which we haven't touched on very much this season because mm. it took a while of us to jump on board and for things to ramp up and that's Jujutsu Kaisen yes it's so good I'm really enjoying it now mm. I um, kind of have a fear of like a lot of eyes and so when I was watching this I was like that he does have more than two eyes on his face the main character Itadori and I was like I don't know if I'd be okay with this but it turns out I am and I can push past it because the characters are cool and I really like the premise of the story it's very shonen tropey so kind of your classic shonen tropes Mm. but you know what it does it well, and it's cool. So are, are so. you talking about, like, uh, tripophobia? Yeah, do the, not show me any pictures I'm of the Google search. You, I'm not going to show you the Google search. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, but this is smart to talk about since your students are starting to listen. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, I'm just going to have to uh, say that whenever we talk about tripophobia, we're going to have to... No. To the students, please behave, please behave. Oh, they won't. Um, yes. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's going to be a girl sitting in the back of your class going... Oh no! And you're, you're, you're going to be in trouble. They're going to use it against me. Ah oh, well, but um, I can push past for this because it's you sick can. and yeah. it's cool. Demon fighting and now, the main I, chick I, is a, awesome. I am a bit behind um, Jujutsu Kaisen. In fact, I'm so behind I haven't started it. That's behind um, Kyle. The, I know I'm. A, I am a terrible otaku and a terrible host. Failure. Um, but um, Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, it's not a Crunchyroll original technically, is it? No, it's, it's a, a manga. It's a it's a manga. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I mean, uh, Crunchyroll originals do come from manguas, mangas, and True. so on. True. Um, but this is something that Crunchyroll has really been pushing, despite it not being an in-house production. Mm. I can see why. Like, it's mm-hmm. done really beautifully. The storytelling is really good. The world building is amazing. And just the characters are so eye-catching. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I think something else as well, it is going off in Japan. Yeah. Like, the manga has just risen through the ranks, like, super, super quickly, like, way up those bestseller charts. And I think because it's now so popular in Japan, like, Crunchyroll's like, okay, this is the next big thing. Trying oh, to, like, so capitalize say, on that, maybe. Is this the next Demon Slayer-type franchise uh, is, is it big enough yeah do you think it could be in that sort of ballpark um maybe i think like it's got to bring something new to the party and mm. at the moment as much as it does have a lot of cool things going for it nothing is particularly new like it's drawing mm. on a few different tropes like school club trope supernatural fantasy fighting demons trope mm. kind of uh big so, yokai lore and stuff yeah, but it doesn't so, have so, something sort of completely like a, new. a hybrid if i understand right almost a hybrid between sort of a naruto style story with bleach elements Eh, and no, more not exactly, but with, with uh, like roughly. yokai mm. hunting at school yeah. kind okay, of thing. Cool. So yeah. like, wouldn't like inspector like? Oh yeah, inspector. Kind of yeah, yeah, but yeah. not. But not. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, let, let's talk. Uh, let's go from spooky and you know various phobias to. Uh, <laughs> Well, uh, is there a phobe, Is there a technical term for be, uh, being afraid of being eaten by a bear? There's a f- name for a fear for everything. I'm yeah, there Google probably this. is. So we're, we're going to talk. We're talking Kuma cubed, which is Kuma 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 bear. It's the best um, name. Which, to to be honest, I was and, and you know this, Aaron. I was so like just like not sold on this at the beginning of the season, and it's one of the few ones I regularly watch. So just by the way, like arcodophobia is the fear of bears. Anyway, wow. please continue your discussion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you know, I have arctophobia. Um, oh, and did um, not know that. No, oh, okay. <laughs> I think everyone has a fear of being eaten by a bear. Um, but you know, the um, 
as you were aware, I wasn't too keen on this. I thought particularly the design of the bears kind of unnerved me a little bit. Yeah, look, I was like isekai in a video game, uh, but it's kind of like kawaii cute bears. I wasn't going to... I. It's not for me. Yeah. Straight up. I kind of looked at that and I was like, this is probably not going to be for mm. me. Except it's Unless... kawaii and this is kawaii-fi. Oh, there and it is. <laughs> it's very cute and we very much like it. Yes, and we well, love it. I mean, speaking for myself and Aaron, I think we're both, um, I think I'm like an episode behind you or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's one of the ones every time it comes up, I'm just so excited. Okay. But you were just saying before when we were looking at the promo art that you really don't like the bears because they, they look a still, bit uncanny valley. They still kind of... Mm, They're like desu, desu, doki, doki, giant-eyed, eyes. cute Isn't bears. Isn't that the charm in anime though? Like everything's got those crazy big eyes. Yeah, but they look it a just, bit weird on the bears with it, the four legs as opposed to like teddy bear kind it, of bears. There humanizes is, them. I was going to say, is there a phobia of, you know, bears <laughs> with <which> big eyes? <laughs> big eyes? Like, is that too <laughs> specific to have a phobia? <laughs> I mean, it could com- probably combine two phobias. I know she's Googling there. it. Like, <laughs> you could have the phobia of big eyes and the phobia of bears. But I don't think there's specifically one together. No. Unless you merge the names and come up with a new one. Okay. No, it so doesn't that, look like it. What about, um, let, let, let's go green. Kawaii Arcadophobia. <laughs> <laughs> You're close. TM, it TM, TM, ka- me. Ka- kawaii Octula Acriophobia. <laughs> I like how you had a little like French kind of twist French, on that. It's a, a fancy. There, yeah. The little um, conductor the, waving his hands. Da, 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 da. <laughs> um, but yes, um, the bears still freak me out beyond belief, but the main characters are hilarious and the premise is ridiculous because every you, you think, you know, oh, it's in a game world. No one would care that she's wearing a bear mm. outfit. No, everyone points out, why Everybody are you wearing cares. a bear outfit? It becomes a running gag because every episode, two or three people will be like, why is she wearing a bear outfit? We can't take her seriously. Yeah. And well, then, you know. is it like, does it actually become old? Like a running gag? Or is it actually no, always funny? It's always funny. Yeah. Because the people you think would be unflappable are bothered by it, mm. um, which mm. is amazing. Okay, that's um, fair. Because and because it's only a few times and it's very minor, it's not like they make a 10 minute speech okay. about it. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like, this is the joke, everyone. Well, Come and see. It's, yeah. It's, it's not like it's the same character saying it. It's just like, if a new character is introduced, they're just like, uh, Kuma? Yeah, and it, eh? well, it's really funny because people just kind of go, no, no, don't ask. <laughs> well, I feel like that'd be a natural reaction to running into somebody like that as yeah. well. Like, you'd be like, why are you wearing a bear outfit? Would you? Because I feel like sometimes you just see people walking around, I know, the purse CBD and cosplay, and they got cat ears on, you're like, there they are, and they're just going about their day. Yeah. And that's, yeah, but cosplay is normal them. in our world, whereas I don't think it's necessarily normal in All right, medieval okay. world. All right, you got, you got me on that one. Um, but yes, so look, uh, Kuma Bear, uh, Kuma Cubed is amazing fun. Um, if you're looking for a slice of life-esque fantasy style isekai show, I know that's a very specific combination there, but it's worth checking out, I it's think. It's like a really cute flavor palette, just like... If you've watched too much serious dark stuff, like mm. I know there's a lot this this season. Mm. Yeah. It's nice to just have that little moment where everything's cute and nice and just going just going really well for once. Yeah. Is it like Iyashike where it's one of those like made to be chill kind of soft things like Natsume's Book of Friends, for example. Or, or like, like Eurocamp, yeah. Yeah, like well, Eurocamp. It's, it's sort of there's still yes like no. big fights. They're but, like they're not 
hard. And so, I feel yeah. like something big is going to happen at the end if oh, there's any indication of the All right, yeah. So there, there can actually be something sort of plot developing oh, yeah. there as opposed to just cute girl doing cute things. But oh, with yeah. bears this time, I guess. Well, no, they're, they're, it's cute girl doing cute things, but also occasionally going out and clearing the wood of walls and bringing them back in a giant pile, which is hilarious. Okay. She's she, cool. she's unbearably cute. Okay, that's enough. All right, we're moving on. I'm oh, shuffling we're papers to pause and we're going to move on. The program. Hey. hey. <laughs> um, let's talk about yeah, Fate Stay Night. Let's go dark and gritty. Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel 3 just hit cinemas here in Australia. Aaron, you've been and seen it. Yes, I have. How do you feel? Wow. Um, <laughs> okay, so if you've seen the previous Heaven's Feel movies, you know that this is like the worst timeline. This is like the dark route where it's just like everything that could go wrong is going wrong. Mm. Um, this movie it ties it all up. Like it's the end of this route essentially because each mm. fate telling mm. is a different route of the story. And um, a different branch of a forever branching tree. It's, it's a essentially timeline. a dating sim, but you choose a different girl each time. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. okay. So. Like, Carl, you've been watching um, original Higurashi, yeah. so you can actually understand the new Higurashi. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that. So it's it's the same sort of thing with the parallel timelines. Yeah. 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 And that, that's essentially, it's a branching story, and they're yeah. taking the timeline for each girl. Yeah. Sorry, not timeline, storyline for each well, girl. Well, kind of, yeah. because they're all, like, they're both based on that light novel where you would pick a pick a route, a story yeah. route, a character route. So, yeah, I mean, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Um, and basically, it's a good thing for fans as well, because if you were rooting for a specific servant and they didn't win the Holy Grail War, mm. there's a chance they might win it in another telling. Uh, um, okay. Yeah. So, like, this one was really good. The music was really good. The fights were really well composed. There was a lot of hype in it. Mm. And the ending, while beautiful, left me a little confused because there were a lot of loose ends. Yeah. That doesn't sound like the fate I've heard N- of. No, it's <laughs> definitely not Fate's Day Night. No. <laughs> Look. <laughs> not him. And it is, wait, it is, and I'm going to say it wrong because I try and remember every time. You're for table? No. You for table. Thank you. Yeah. That one. You for table. It's the good, it's the good stuff. It's the good it's stuff. The good it's the good stuff. animation stuff. Oh, absolutely. Mm. I swear, like, every fate telling. There's just one beautiful saber fight guaranteed. I think yeah. it's in their contract that must have beautiful saber wait, wait, at look, some point. Now I need to ask this, and this is going to show my ignorance to the Fate franchise: Is saber in every rendition of Fate, or is it only in the Fate Stay Night? Universe? Yeah, it does definitely show how little you know. Even I know yeah. that. Um, Gosh. Every Fate telling <laughs> has the eight, uh, the seven classes. Very rarely there is an eighth. Oh, uh, okay. So Saber is the class, not the person. Correct. Yes. Correct. Okay, yeah. cool. That's good. Um, shows what I know. Well, well <laughs> if I feel you'd slightly like better know, now. The person is King Arthur. Yeah. Or yep. Mordred, or like various Mordred's other only ones. an apocrypha. Well, yeah, I'm saying, like, if you but, it's uh, still so Saber the class. Fate but, stay yeah. night franchise fate stay night yep the stay night part of fate the so the main original. three stories yep that is all based on the holy grail war and fate grand order is not based on the holy grail war all of them are based on the holy grail war For, uh Just fate to- grand order is a game and it's based on going to specific timelines to correct basically jumping into those timelines oh, yeah okay so they're um, all alternate holy grail wars yes Oh, in different times and places. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and cool. you have to go and fix what's gone wrong with them. And typically you just yoink the ground wait, at the wait, end of it. Anyway. We actually just made sense of the whole Fate franchise. We did everyone. The Fate franchise is basically a string of Holy Grail wars for the Holy Grail. Yes. Yeah. And in, set in different timelines with yes. different characters depending on what route is taken. Yes. Yeah. And then they're not interlinked, correct? 
Um, well, Fate Zero leads to the main Fate Three, yeah. which is Fate Stay Night, Unlimited Blade Works, and Heaven's Feel. Yep. Um, but and other is than Fate that, Zero a Holy Grail War as well? Yes. So that's it's like the prequel. original Grail Holy Grail War, which not then, the original. No, no. It's oh, like never mind. One of the last. <laughs> I spoke ones. too soon. Well, we haven't figured out Fate. Like, we'll figure Babylonia it out. Babylonia is like in Babylon. I'll sit you time. down sometime <laughs> and explain it. I'll get a whiteboard and markers. <laughs> oh, and it'll be like day. that that meme where the guy's got all the red string and he's trying oh, to. Oh, from It's Always Sunny. That's the one. Yeah, that's basically me right now. So look, let's talk about this episode. Now we are talking about. Well, we're rounding out our 2020 season with some fun this is our last normal episode for the year we still do have one more episode coming we're heading down to the local game shop touring the facilities picking up slack i mean picking up fancy new board games to play with the family over the festive season um this episode is all about card games and board game anime and by hestia there are a lot of them there are it's bananas it's amazing cuckoo bananas um also if you are new to the show first and foremost welcome it's great to have you on board and might i say you look mighty cool in that get up today mm-hmm. hi Loz's students yes oh um, we'd love it if you consider hitting that subscribe button enjoy the Kawaii community you can find us across platforms many platforms of your choice so if you are on YouTube and you're not keen haven't got read um, you can jump over to two, Spotify Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts and vice versa if you want mm-hmm. a more visual version jump on YouTube um, we'd love for you to be in our pocket for your next day off because that means we can keep you company give you some laughter Hear me try and Give figure the out warm the fate fuzzies. franchise. The stuff. anime recommendations that you mm-hmm. crave. And the Kenny Count. And the Kenny Count. And also, our next episode is our annual Kawaii Fi Anime Awards. So it's, it's a, a perfect one. time to jump on board, to be honest. Um, and to you, our amazing listeners, please smash that like button. It turns out it actually does a lot in pretty much every single platform's algorithm. So, you know, mm-hmm. hit, hit the button and all that. I just, can't believe just I'm a doing favor, this. Favor, please. It's a pretty, it, please. I feel bad for myself. Why? Because I, I feel like I'm shamelessly plugging myself and it's that, so... That's the whole yep. point. That's what you're supposed Dude, to do. Dude, the goal is to sell out. <laughs> we are we are selling oh, ourselves out and no. that's not a problem. Uh, you know what they say? <laughs> We're going to sell out, but... Yeah, we apologise. I apologise for nothing. There's still plenty to talk about this episode. Stay with us as we bring you the latest anime news. Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Anime news. Well, it is time to have a look at what's been going on in the wonderful world of anime and manga news the past fortnight. And we're going to start with something a little surprising. Not surprising. It's, it's exciting. It's, it's beyond excellent. 2020's been saved. Well, <laughs> it's it's got pretty much every single one of the team excited, um, especially the ladies. Yuri on Ice, the movie Ice Adolescence, has finally dropped the trailer and that's now streaming. Uh, the teaser trailer has been going since, I think, about Thursday. Look, when you say teaser trailer, it's not even that. It's, it's like a teaser that. of a teaser trailer. and it you, It's good enough, and I'll take anything at but this the, point. The, the, the reason this is of note is that this previously was only available to see at screening events for the TV show in 2019. No one else knew what this looked like unless you went to those events. And this at least lets us know that the project is still ongoing. People can get excited. They can do things for it. But it's, you know, it's it's a nice little way to end 2020 by going, hey, we haven't forgot about it. You know? Yeah, good. Thanks, Mappa. You've been... I like... I love you guys. You, you guys know that I love Mappa. They make all Mappa. my favorite things. But boy, howdy, have they just like forgotten to mention Yuri and Ice for such a long time and they've been making so many other things. Wait, 
yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen is a map of show, yep. for example. And they've just been making all these other things and just forgetting about their main thing. Well, I mean, they had they had Great Pretender, which um, I think all of us have seen now. I, think I haven't finished me. it yet. I've got the mm. last bit to go. Um, Aaron hasn't seen it. We're going to have to rectify that after this episode. Um, There's mm. always rectifying Aaron. Come on, let's just give the movies. Now it's this. We could add a rectifying Aaron's anime knowledge count <laughs> oh, no. onto the board. But but uh, well, Aaron, you are going to get your chance to shine in this episode anyway when we yeah. get to it. Um, because, um, yeah, there's, there's plenty to talk about there. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but the official Twitter account for the film posted this English statement on the film's progress, stating production is still ongoing with the aim of further enriching the film, but the staff have stated they have not yet reached the stage where they can announce the release date. Now, So, like, what, five years more... I'll well, wait. I mean, if I, can we f- wait. I was going to say, if we follow the Neon Genesis model, then yeah. Um, <laughs> well, they're building up hype. It's got the three exclamation marks for a reason. Like, you've got to build up the hype nah. so you get that yuri. Yeah. It's been four years. Like, it's, it's, it's been 38 it's nuts. years. Literally 83 years. <laughs> and I, I think it is, it's, it's a little, little ridiculous at this point. Like, I understand COVID pushbacks, mm. but there wasn't any word of that at all like if they had said hey actually oh, no. we do have this and this is a reason so the mapper was still churning other the, stuff the initial the reason for the um initial delay was that they wanted to further refine the story because they didn't think the animation was up enough to a high enough standard for it to be a feature film now i appreciate that yeah. but if the animation wasn't high enough standard, you could still have shown us a trailer. Yeah, and also... Just a little taste. It's yeah. also weird for me that they... Like, like I understand because they are making it a movie and they do want the movie to be the best it can be. I totally get that. And but it is also, an original story as well. Well, sure. Well, the, yeah. Well, the original thing was an original story as well. Mm-hmm. But the original series, if you're watching it week by week, some of the animation wasn't very polished at all because Kubo Sensei was like, we need to get this out. Mm. And then they ended up fixing up a lot of it for the Blu-ray DVD release, which Mm. is why that took so long to be released. So I can understand that, but also they've done it before so yeah. i don't know anyway and, uh, map map has coming. got a bit of a full plate this year haven't they plus with the production delays so i mean it, it kind of makes sense but it doesn't mean we don't want it now yes <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> though i'm excited um now on the note of excited um I'm so hyped for this. We put it on social media. We had several people going, oh, are you interested in this too? All right. Okay. There's a theme to this episode. And then so I'm also very afraid of spiders. Yeah. <laughs> and whether that's because they have multiple eyes, I don't know. But in general, scoochy little spot. No. So spiders we're, we're, we're renaming not this a episode. Fan. Halloween 2 Electric Boogaloo? No. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like that a lot. Um, but uh, I was going to say that the episode that scares Loz. Um, yeah. We're talking, so I'm a spider, so what? So what? I don't want to be isekai'd into a spider. It's literally the worst thing I could think of. It's well, the worst uh, thing I can think of. I've been reading this manga for quite a few years since it kind of started getting those English translations coming out and I am obsessed with it. And I'm pretty sure um, Tyler, one of our fans on Facebook, was just like so hyped that we were hyped for it as well. That's cool. Um, so uh, this has got a new promotional video out. It came out on Friday, just gone. Crunchyroll is streaming a English subtitle version of this video on their site so you can awesome. see what's going on. Um, January 8th premiere date and it's also revealed it is a two core anime 24 that's, episodes that's 25 pretty episodes. back to back back yeah, to back it's yeah awesome. um so i'm a spider so what is about a girl who gets reincarnated as a spider along with the rest of her class but the manga focuses only on her the light novels it's based on focus on the story of every a lot of people so they're doing maybe they're taking both they're, they're kind of squishing them together. Squishing them together yeah okay that's cool um she is still the main focus of the light novel but for some reason in the manga they don't really show much of what what the humans are doing 
So are they it, also spiders? No, no. So depending so on what? where you were, <laughs> oh. d- depending out. on where they were sort of ranked in the class, if you will, in the class pecking order, depended on what person, like type of creature or person they got reincarnated. Did one get a bird? I don't know, but I know one of them has been. I, well, I don't know, but I think based on what I've read in the manga, that one of them has been reincarnated as the god of that world. So someone Ooh. gets to be a god, and someone has to be a spider yeah. based on your rankings in class. That's yeah. I'm calling so. it now. The spider fights god and wins. That's well, yeah. Yes. Why would we start? Why would we? I don't know for sure if that's the thing, but why would we focus on the spider if she didn't have a fighting chance? Main hero plot armor, yeah, right? yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Um, uh, you can probably hear the cat meowing in the background. Yeah. Can we get? Can we let Liger in? Podcast Liger cat you, is. Uh, yeah, let's yeah. let him yeah. in. Yeah, all right. He, he's very hungry, even though he's been fed, and he now Liger. wants attention. I just see. I from this side, I just see the little tail go. <laughs> um. So now, do you want back out? I'll just look. Yeah, he's in and now he wants to go out again. Classic cat. We'll we'll leave the door slightly ajar, perhaps, would be the best option here. So, Crunchyroll will be streaming this anime as it airs in Japan. Oh, he's been taken away. Goodbye, Liger. Um, (laughs) When it airs in Japan, uh, I think we need it with heat in here. Um, This will run for two consecutive quarters of next year. Crunchyroll have worldwide streaming rights. It's definitely worth checking out. It's quite funny. Um, The spider's cute. Okay, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll admit the spider's cute, mm-hmm. but I'm you just, heard it here first. You heard it here I'll, first. I'll, I'll reluctantly watch this show. All right, for now, Tyler for only. Ti- for Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, our man. Tyler, our man. Um, now let's talk about something we can all get excited for. <gasps> yeah, My Hero Academia has released a teaser set of three images which connect to one another. Now this teaser image was split across three tweets, and it is also split across three of their websites, including the anime series website the anime film hero rising website and the shonen jump website listing as well now these three images feature the sentence that says yes he will meet the three musketeers of which it's bakugo and midoriya and todoroki and they all look so good. so good. Oh my god, they got it's really like cool almost outfits. Cyberpunk-ish. Oh yeah. my god. The so boys they're all look wearing good. alternative forms of their armor. It's obviously mm-hmm. the design has been based on their traditional UA, um, UA armor. Yeah. yeah. Um, and oh, they look fine. But so here's the good. thing: I thought we were done with my hero films. I thought after the last film, he said, "Well, I've done the big ending style sort of fight I wanted to do. I'm just all right. I won't bother with any more films." But then they were like, "What if we could make more money?" Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're forgetting. What makes the world go round? More money. And now, speak. Okay, sidebar onto that. Uh, you pointed out to me that it says W A E on the W H A W H A, and you had a theory for that. Yes, yeah. my theory is that stands for World Hero Association. Yeah. So, um, if you have a bit of a close look at this artwork, it has been uploaded on a few places, such as my anime list. It's mm. also on um, anime, anime news, news network, network yeah. and on the social medias and all that. If you can, you know, if you open up those, you know, right-click, download the um, the photo, and zoom right in on the patches on their shoulder, which have sort of styled almost like firefighter armor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like police force firefighter. Like it does things. look like yeah. it's got the high vis strips as well. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, if you zoom in on that, there's it does look like a W, not a U. No, it's definitely a W on Todoroki and Izuku's. So yeah. you can definitely see it's a W. Yeah. Um, and that that could bring up a whole other thing. And you and I, well, I mean, I'm almost up to date on the manga, but you are up to date. Yes, and I has am. there been any mention of the World Hero Organization? No spoilers, no, there please. Hasn't, but I just realized 
My Hero Academia, MHA. So what if it's World Hero Academia? That doesn't oh. make any sense. Uh, like World... Nah. Mm. Uh. Uh, there's lots of room for interpretation. Like, if you think you've got an idea, why don't you chuck it in the comments yeah. below? Yeah, definitely true, do, true. because we'd love to hear what you guys think. I do like World Hero Association, though. Yeah. I really I, I would, That's good. That's it feels a lot like, you know, they've been called up. Yeah. And we, it's a big moment. We need the... Why would, We need these three teenagers. Ah, Just yes. these three, three random these kids. Ones yeah, we believe the in them. Get in the robot, guys. We can only have the teenagers do the robot. Watch the Ava! <laughs> and there Oh, no, we started the show again. Oh, no. Um, but look, this is looking really interesting. We don't know yet what this is. They've said it. It's a just... They've just said it's a teaser. They haven't said it's for a film or that it's for that. But based on where the manga goes, this can't be for the next season of the manga. So it's got to be a new project. It's got to be a movie. I reckon it's a movie mm-hmm. or an OVA series. Wait, also Three Musketeers. I, yeah, who's it's... Don Fandango? <laughs> <laughs> I just, I mean, I, I don't, the, the, I, there is a lot of questions. Mus- there is a lot of questions. Not, like no Musketeers answers. is not doesn't feel right to me. It doesn't. I feel like maybe it's a translation error. Like it was the nearest synonym for the word they were looking for. Well, yeah. yeah plus, there's also that love relationship between foreign languages where they're like, mm. oh, there's this trope over in the yeah. foreign areas. I'll try and grab <laughs> that and work that. It's like the three, a three, a party of three that fight. Crime together. Yeah, that's that's enough. We'll take that from the yep. French. Okay, we'll, we'll that. use that one. Cool. Yeah, um, maybe. Uh, it could. There are worse choices. And I mean, we do see it even with like OPs and stuff like that. Like, I love as, as many of the listeners will know. Who, if you've listened to a few episodes, I absolutely adore Lisa as a performing artist. I mm. think she's incredible. But the song Adamatus, which was the opening theme for the most recent Sword Art Online, Alicization, yes, um, arc had um, shiny star, my diamond, shiny star, which, my diamond. <laughs> It's, it's a crazy it's diamond. Okay. It's a little bit cringy in English, <laughs> yeah, but in Japan, look. they're just like, yeah. Look, Lisa so could say anything, and I'd she still could. be happy. I know, here. right? <laughs> Please, Lisa, come perform in Perth. Oh we would really God. like that. <laughs> Doubt you're just, just for us, just, just a Kawaii exclusive performance. A Kawaii Fi extra. We interview Lisa. Coming never. No, <laughs> I would die. I oh, wouldn't be able to meet uh, her. I would. I'd freak out. Um, so, look, on the note of freaking out, let's get on to the rest of the freaking news. Um, <laughs> these are what's been making headlines the past two weeks. Demon Slayer the movie Mugen Train has continued its incredible run in cinemas, becoming the fifth biggest film and number one animated film worldwide of 2020, even before its full international release. The film, which is only released in Japan, Hong Kong and Taiwan so far, has earned over 26 billion yen as of November 25th, staying number one at the Japanese box office for six straight weeks. The film's international release has been delayed in some areas due to the pandemic, with the North American general release now slipping back to February 2021 with some special fan screenings planned in December and January. Viewers in Australia and New Zealand can expect to catch it on screens in late January, early February 2021, as can most of Southeast Asia. As for Europe and the UK, there's been no release information as yet other than publisher Dynet saying it will release it in Italy soon. Staying with the silver screen and Kyoto Animation's Violet Evergarden movie has stayed in the top 10 at the Japanese box office for 10 straight weeks. The film has made 1.9 billion yen over its run so far and cinemas are now offering three short story booklets to cinema goers as part of the celebration. The delayed fourth rebuild of Evangelion film has announced the team have finished its dialogue recordings this week, with the studio eyeing a January 23rd opening in Japan. The film was originally scheduled to open in June after an eight-year wait from the third film of the franchise. 
Jumping over the East China Sea, Digimon Adventure Last Evolution Kazuna has recently opened in the People's Republic and is on track to earn 10 times more in the country than it did in Japan. The film first released in February 2020 in Japanese cinemas and brings to an end the original 1999 Digimon anime story. And this year's surfing anime film trilogy, Wave, is being turned into a TV series version, expected to head to our screens in January. Talking anime series and yokai series, Inspector is receiving a second season, though there's no word on when it's set to premiere yet. The Supernatural Romance series first aired in January this year and was one of the first Crunchyroll originals to be released. TV Tokyo has also announced long-running yokai horror anime Yamishibai Japanese Ghost Stories is receiving a eighth season, with it heading to Japanese screens in January. The franchise's unique storybook style shares Japan's urban legends and a variety of horror-inspired tales, and has been running since 2013. This season's Warlords of Sigdrifer has delayed its ninth episode this weekend, instead airing a recap episode. The ninth episode of the series has now been rescheduled to air on December 5th, but there's no official statement on why the delay occurred. And smartphone game-based anime series King's Raid has announced its Blu-ray release has been cancelled due to various circumstances. This possibly may be due to the lukewarm reception it's had from fans of the game. On the streaming platforms, Funimation has added a slew of Gundam series to its North America, UK and Ireland services, with the original Mobile Suit Gundam, Gundam Unicorn, Gundam Seed and Seed Destiny now on the platform. Funimation also noted that they were in talks to acquire licenses for more of the franchise for their platform and will reveal more series that will be added in the near future. More of the new Pokemon Journeys anime is headed to Netflix next month, with the series' third set of episodes due to land on December 4th, and this season's Shonen Supernatural series, Jujutsu Kaisen, is headed to the HBO Max catalogue on December 4th, showcasing the series' English dub. Heading to the bookshelves and chilled-out fishing manga, Diary of Our Days at the Breakwater, is heading on hiatus again in December, having previously been delayed due to flooding and Kyushu back in June. Sengoku Basara fans will be excited to hear the franchise is receiving a new manga series starting from December 1st, and Itachi's long-running manga adaptation of Higani, I Don't Have Many Friends, has come to an end in this month's issue of Katakawa's Comic Alive magazine, ending the manga's decade-long run. And that's your anime news for the week ending, November 29th, 2020. Kawaii Fire Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Oh, that energy. Bringing it up. It's just a good, good song. Uh, that, that's a serious contender for the winner of that season's oh, OP. It's just mind-blowingly good. I don't think good. there's many other things that can really... Like, it just slaps so hard. Oh, especially, so what was that? That was the winter season. So Forgot no, a yes. high school. I think so. Winter, summer. Our winter. Our winter, so summer season. Yeah. Yep. Um, and oh, I don't think there was... Because a lot got moved from that season. A lot got pushed back. But anyway, back on topic. Um, That's for next episode. That is for next episode. Little sample for little, you out there. Little sample. Um, a little tasty taste. Stop. Um, it is time to <laughs> Is this do... where we insert mouth noises? No. No, no it is not. Um... <laughs> Okay. Um, no, this is not an mm-hmm, ASMR podcast. Mm-hmm. After School Dice Club is where we're going to be starting. That's aka Hokago Saikoro Kurabu. Um, now, Kurabu. if you are not aware of After School Dice Club, um, that's fair. It was kind of it kind of flew under the radar it was a, a bit. 
Yeah, it yeah was, I can it see was, it, it was around this time last year. So October 2019, um, this anime came out. It was by Lydon Films, ran for 12 episodes. And it's actually, like, the manga itself is really old. Like, really? really? This has been running since, well... Really old, relatively speaking, for a weekly manga. It's been running since 2013. Has 17 volumes. Uh, Um, And it's still going. It's still going. Wow. Yeah. And just like Dagashi Kashi, every week, Hmm. every chapter features a game. It's just like Dagashi Kashi features a candy every episode. Okay, but... That's a lot of board games. That's a lot of board games. That's no like, time like, to get bored. I know. Mm-mm. Okay. Nice. <laughs> like I know that there. I mean, things, as a person who owns a, a lot of board games. Like. Okay, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, from now on, it's just me and you guys are banned. Oh no! Whose microphone's getting turned down? Oh, oh no, it's, it's mine. My microphone. <laughs> um, so but yeah, look, like, there's like a lot of board games. I is. own a lot of board games, but mm-hmm. once a week. How many weeks is that since 2013? Someone do some maths. I'll do uh, maths. It's 52 weeks a year. I, I think so. 52 times seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're uh, looking at we're looking at 350 364 yep so that's almost one a day it's one a day that's one for a day of the week Yep, and that's fine Um, because you can go to the old ones they can be dice games they can be card games but anyway that's amazing After School Dice Club is a manga which focuses essentially on a group of girls who do cute things it's it's cute girls doing cute things but in this case it is playing card games and board games in a board game cafe in Japan. Mm-hmm. Now, for a bit of context here, board games are not huge in Japan. They're n- not to the extent they've kind of re-exploded in Western culture. They've a little, they're up and coming, but they're not massive. And th- this in part kind of was a l- little bit of a push to help it, I guess, in a way. So this features three girls. There's Miki Takekasa, and she's an introverted high schooler who does not socialize with her classmates, and she wants to know kind of what fun really is you know having friends she never thought she'd be in a situation in high school where she could you know go out and do things with yeah, friends where she or, could experience that yeah exactly because she had a difficult upbringing so one day after school she crosses paths with her classmate Aya Takayashiki Takayashiki. Okay. Yeah, Takayashiki. Aya was fine. Aya's fine. Um, she takes her on a little adventure and Miki discovers the wonders she's never seen before opening a way to change her withdrawn life through board games dun dun on motorcycles, no. no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so they end up bumping into the class rep Midori uh, Ono, and she. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> and now she's entering a store that specialises in board games. Turns out she actually works there, and she invites them in. Um, and they end up playing a board game, which is you know very cute, very mm-hmm. wholesome, and you know it's also educational. It's yes. Japan doing us an educator. As Once we again, last episode. it teaches you how to play the games. It's so good. They go through the rules. It's awesome. Yeah, teaching you how to play games. I know, it's well, huge. What kind of anime does that? De- definitely, definitely not Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> not yours, okay? Not but yours. mine does. <laughs> so we've got, you've got four main characters, but the, fir- the th- only three of them are really introduced in the first half yep. of the anime. And I think it takes about 50 chapters of the manga before Amelia is introduced. Wow. And she's a German exchange student. Yeah, in inverted commas main. But yeah. I guess it probably makes more sense in the manga. She, yeah. She's basically the equivalent of Mugi in um, K-On. Like she's the... Um, international student who's got a multicultural background and uh, is then connected with them. So this is an incredibly in-depth game. Yeah, show. surprisingly, yeah. like I was not expecting. Pretty much, look, I, I've said this before: cute girls doing cute things is not really my vibe of mm. anime shows. I've seen them before. I've done it. So many animes that have that that I'm just kind of over them. Yeah. So when I saw this, I was like, I mean, I'll give it a try. But they, because of how in-depth they go with the board game descriptions and 
and how it, going it, through it the looks, rules and playing it together. It's actually really interesting. And, and not only that, it dips its toes into how board game industry works. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like it goes into talking about board game authors, the rights involved in the games, and even the politics around getting creators' names on games. Yeah, super um, cool. Like Alex Randolph, who I'd heard the name before. I didn't realize that this guy was this German dude who was involved in actually you know, this massive push to get author recognition on board games. Yeah, it's yeah. super really interesting. And uh, something I also noticed even just from the first episode when they walk into the board game store, uh, mm. a lot of the board games actually still are in German. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's interesting because... And not only that, every single board game in that room is a real board game. They are all. So you can look at it and it's actually kind of odd because you've got very cute kawaii character mm-hmm. designs for the girls and then like the serious board games like the witcher board game right there and you're like <laughs> okay there's ticket to ride and you can see yeah. everything and it's really cool kind of recognizing all of the board games that you've seen well, before i mean that, that's exactly what i was gonna say like i loved seeing those se- several games i've played with mates on the shelves like werewolf or ticket to ride yeah, or Catan or whatever yeah, it might be it's really cool oh, sorry i just want to finish the thing on the on the german names and i was like mm-hmm. well because a lot of board games come from germany yeah um that's where the biggest uh, game convention is in the world for example and that's a big thing that mm-hmm. is uh german imports or export um but i was like of course they would go straight to japan as opposed to going into english and then to Japan so they've yeah. got all the German versions which I thought was kind of a cool tidbit so maybe mm, that's just me I think they just changed like I think in that case it's pr- most board games are pretty self-explanatory like you don't mm. have to I mean th- there are obviously exceptions to this case like if you have a look at some of the exquisite ones on Kickstarter like um, the Hellboy uh, Kickstarter that I did for the board game there a lot of that required retranslation into different languages mm. so it could be played. But most traditional German board games don't. You can just translate the initial literature. You don't yeah. have to translate all the pieces. Of it. And yeah. they don't have like cards with a lot of words on them. Yeah. Like it is just kind of a basic board game style. Mm-hmm. Mm. But um, look, I the, there's a lot of games featured in this and I'm just going to mm. list off a few which um, I recognize just from the list. So Marrakesh. Catan, Celtus, Codenames. Codenames is so good. Pandemic as well. I oh, mean, pandemic. kind of fitting for this year, isn't it? Yep. Yikes. Um, Catan, Ink and Gold, um, Elfenland, I think, Aaron, you mentioned you that were really, really keen to play. Yeah. But like part of the charm of it is I feel like after watching it, you know enough about the game to play it yourself. Oh, absolutely. It's like, yeah. it's like an instructional video yeah. on YouTube almost. You actually are completely introduced to the game. Yeah. Now, th- this is... I don't know if this would qualify as a spoiler, so I'm not going to involve too much on it. But let's just say someone in this series is designing a board game. Mm-hmm. And I desperately want to play that board game. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. it's a game called One Room and it's about filling a room with all of your favorite objects. And it just looks so fun. Yeah, I'm like, it can does. I kickstart this? Like, yeah. how, do I, how do I get this from there? Can we there? get in contact with the author? Yeah, like, let's, let's do <laughs> this. Come on, you've got good ideas. <laughs> You're not just a manga car. Well, maybe the whole thing is that they were making the manga and the anime to get enough money for their board game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it, it's entirely possible. But look, this is a series which I, I kind of sat on it. Yeah, and I wasn't too I, keen for I it. was really interested in it at the time, but it just kind of, we never ended up getting it. And if you listen back to our episode from about this time last year, you'll hear us going, oh yeah, we didn't actually end up watching that, did we? Um, I know Kenny watched a lot of it and he because Kenny loves his board games mm-hmm. and he really got stuck into it. He really enjoyed it. And that's why he was like, we need to talk about this one in the Absolutely. episode. Um, but yeah, I, I can highly recommend watching it. You can check it out on most Funimation services at the moment, I believe yeah, it's across. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, it's on Anime Lab. It's it's 12 episodes, lit in film, so nice and shiny. And, you know, it'll, they jump from that fun, you know, 
crazy sort of like Moe style animation into like the serious animation of the characters back and forth. You know, it's like, you know, they're going, you know, all excited about something. So they'll go to the silly animation style and then back the to the normal. The chibi kind of animation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it, it's pretty cute. One thing I would say that I didn't like mm. was, a, I mean, the character's a bit of a crybaby, Miki. Uh, but she, that does, I mean, she has character development. So that does yeah. kind of go away for a bit. But one thing I did also clock and, you know... I did have a little Google because I was mm. like, hmm, I am feeling the goggles on Yuri vibes. <laughs> and yes, this was definitely um, seen by the a lot of Yuri fans and it is under a lot of uh, Yuri fan pages as, you know, uh, one to kind of like to wink. Give, to, to have a wink at, yeah. A little wink. So I, I thought mean, that was kind of cute. Th- this is actually, on that note, there is something a bit unusual about this because we're used to, um, if you have a look at a lot of cute girls doing cute thing club series, there's not a lot of guys in them. And this normally nothing. There's normally none. Yeah. yeah. Um, like Kaon, prime example. I think a brother shows up in like the last episode of season two. Mm. Um, and that's it. And this, you know, it, they don't occlude themselves from that world. So, you know, the guys are coming to the, you know, their little yeah, play. pop-up cafe. They'll come that, play a board game. And yeah. then the manager of the board game cafe, like he he plays with them as well. He's yeah. really cool. Yeah, no, it, it is refreshing. Yeah, it's it's really quite well done. And I'm, I'm quite pleased with that. Also, I didn't notice any fan service either, which I was quite no, pleased with. No, it's, e- it's even very... When, even when they went to the hot yeah. springs for an episode, there wasn't any notable fan service. Gotta have it. Gotta have a hot springs well, each it, episode. Hey, yep. Gotta take, have Take it. a guess what episode number it was. 69. Four. Six. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. It's always episode six it's is always, the fan no, service. It's, always it's the halfway six. point. Always episode six. Um, but but it, was, it was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, look, it's, I, I can highly recommend it. Um, Aaron, I remember when you finished watching it and you just said, I just want to protect them so much. They're I so wonderful. for those girls. They are just wholesome little beings. Wholesome ass. I like Aya a lot. She's very much mm-hmm. like, uh, she wants to support her friends. She wants to make them happy. She wants to have a good time. And yeah, I, re- I, I like re- her. I mean, we, we discussed this earlier but i really like midori i thought she was a very cool character it was good to see someone who was really invested yeah. in creating something yeah and actually showcasing that in there as well and showing like you know the internal struggles you have of do i want to show my friends something or do mm. i want to share this with someone else or you know oh, i might have just given a plot point away well, there, but, well you know. still but like it's, it's a it's a I, do i want to open up this part of myself to people yeah it, it, and that's a hard struggle you particularly as a high schooler you know it's something you're going mm-hmm. through but yeah midori very very good i very, like her character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyway we've talked about an anime which is all about all board games mm-hmm. yeah and card games and dice games and pretty much i mean you could just, put a bop it in this category to be yeah. honest and it would it would work <laughs> um but let's move on to something a bit more focused and a bit more traditional are we going to twist it hit it bop it i think i watched that as a kid oh yeah i remember that back catalog okay so laws this is your baby this was a beautiful and damn the feels this is a beautiful series and like uh bakugan bakugan sorry (laughs) another another kind of card game thing i guess anyway like bakuman from last episode Mm. um this is another one that is very special to me it still does you and educate which we do love Mm -hmm. um but chihaya furu which is what i'll be talking about now is one of my favorite series so mm. the fact that we're, we're talking about this makes me very happy so i jumped at any chance to talk <laughs> about this show and you guys haven't watched much which makes me sad but you've seen a little bit and that's we, we got you, there we dipped our toes we dipped our dipped toes, toes. And we quite liked it now um before we do jump in the big uh end on this this is chia furu it is originally was a manga 
which mm-hmm. started back in 2007 and is still going now. It is still going. Currently 44, 45 volumes. Yeah. That's nuts. It, it, that's crazy. That's uh, 100 and 200 and 240 something chapters. Hashtag maths. Yeah. Quick maths. Um, I did quick math. Um, <laughs> it's also an anime and this is particularly the section we'll be talking about. It was being animated by Madhouse, so shiny. It looks so nice. Um, aired in 2011, third season just finished. Mm. So this is, the if you're looking for something to just sink your teeth into. It's about 75 episodes yeah, plus some OVAs. And then there's some live action. There's three live action movies mm. as well. It's had a lot of adaptation. Yeah, and there is a reason for it. Um, the manga itself has won a Manga Taisho Award. So we know that the manga is good um, mm. in the 35th Kodansha Manga Awards in the Shoujo Manga category. So it has definitely got some recognition there. It's yeah. been on multiple kind of best-selling lists when the manga was airing in Japan. So it definitely did very well. Mm. Um, so when we look at the plot, Okay, so Chihaya Ayase is a girl who spent most of her life simply just supporting her sister's modeling career. So her sister is a few years older than her and she's very pretty. But that changes when she meets a boy named Arata Wataya, who is a talented Karuta player. I was so ready to say when the Fire Nation attacks. Okay. (laughs) All right. You're done? You're done? No. I I might have to flip it. Okay. Yeah. Deal me out. I think I'm done. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Nat won on that joke. Anyway, after becoming friends with Arata, um, he believes that Shihaya actually has the potential to become a great Karata player as well. And I'll talk about Karata in a second. Um, So Shihaya takes on her new dream of becoming the Japan's best female Karata player, which is also known as the Queen of Karata. So I've been watching Queen's Gambit as well, Netflix show, (laughs) and I'm like, this is just very kind of similar mood, but less psychological aspects (laughs) pg rated indeed um anyway so there is a the first three episodes of the series goes through them meeting for the first time and also chihaya's best friend slash the boy who's hopelessly in love with her taichi so you have chihaya who's the main girl taichi who's her best friend and arata who's the new um one of the three who teaches them karata it's them in the last year of um sixth grade so elementary school and then they all go to different middle schools so they mm. now meet back again in high school we love a time skip so they split the party they split the party go mm. so their the separate ways the and you meet Chihaya as she has grown up to be a beautiful girl and everyone's always talking about how she's so stunning but she's kind of weird because she's a giant nerd she likes Karata she yeah. doesn't like boys she doesn't want to do girly things I, oh, love, I, love I, w- I, would, I wouldn't say she doesn't like boys it's no. just that her focus is she's it's got that laser focus on well, playing her card game on that Taichi is so clearly in love with her and later on in the series Arata absolutely is too and there mm. is this is a very very good love triangle romance but mm. it takes Shihaya a long time to just look she's a little airheaded um but she is focused on Karata which is why um they form a Karata club at their school as they strive to be the best Karata players in Japan and also to reunite them with Arata again so who has gone off in his own little way um it is a beautiful story about finding things that you're passionate and fall and fall in love with things and whether that is falling in love with someone else or being passionate for someone or finding like the purpose in life and finding something you're passionate about 42. you're you're in love you're in love with 42 no 42 no, is the meaning, meaning of life, life. Okay, I was going to say I love lamp, yes. um, but anyway. <laughs> but yeah, so like sometimes, sometimes you lose lose your your meaning of life. You lose your forty two, and this show it really focuses on like 
it's okay to lose that and it's okay to find your passion again. You can reunite that. It's it really it does have that really positive reinforcing mm. story that life is a journey, not a destination. Absolutely. And that, that I think yeah. is something that, you know, it took me a long time to get my head around when growing up that, you know, you think, oh, I'm going to be this title. So, like, you know, I'm going to be a scientist or I'm going to be a journalist or I'm yeah. going to be an author. But what happens when you get there? And it's it's the journey which is the more important part. And, and also, ha- yeah, like yeah. you fall flat in your face. You're like, well, I, well, I can't do this anymore. Like, mm. I can't become an astronaut because of X, Y, Z. And it's like... <laughs> in, in my case, because I did want to be an astronaut as a kid. Okay. I, 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 <laughs> what my stopped you? 30% inward turn on knees and too tall. Well... Also not good at math. No, I kidding. Well, <laughs> we can find a way. <laughs> we can find a way to get you. Okay, maybe not. No, that was can't. a bad example. That's a bad example. But you know what I mean. Like it's it's about like having that passion for something. Mm. And the mangaka, um, just on what you said about journey, this is what the mangaka said about why they wanted to make this manga in particular. So they mm. were in a karate club themselves. Oh, okay. Um, and they were saying that the high school period of your life is basically the part of your life where you can dedicate the most genuine part of yourself to something. And I think that's really beautiful. So you can kind of dedicate yourself to finding your passions. And so that's kind of a, a theme through the whole show. Now, let's let's talk about what Karuta actually is. Karuta, is that like Boruto's son? Yes. Thank yes. you. <laughs> I, I'm very good at oh. pronunciation. Well, the reason why you Karuta. might find Karuta as a bit of an odd word is it's actually Portuguese. Yes. Huh. It comes from the Portuguese name for card, mm-hmm. which is like car, like carta, basically, and from, from the 16th century. So this is a very interesting backstory to what Karuta actually is as a game and as a sport. Mm. So when there was Japanese traders in Portugal, they learnt this uh, card memory game from the Portuguese and then took it back to Japan. Now, Karuta is basically like a memorization game where you have all of the cards in front of you and you can see there's lots of different... Um, things on the card that you have to figure out where they are and then when someone says you need to get this card you need to take that card from the other player or from the board now this is based on something called the hundred japanese yes. anthology of a hundred poets yeah so there's lots of different types of character so what i want to mention with that so imagine you've all got ones with different pokemon on them mm-hmm. and they say and someone says okay find the charizard card and you have to the first person to get the charizard card takes that card and once all the cards are gone it's the person with the most card wins now the reason i say that is because there is a version of Karuta that had all these like uh, yokai and uh, traditional mythological Japanese monsters on them mm. which is what Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon trading cards are based on because those cards were released by Nintendo in 1890. Oh, I think you were telling me about this Aaron, yeah, as well. Um, so what's it called? It's Hanafuda. Hanafuda. So yeah. it's like a, a version that has branched yeah. out. So, yeah. this so is... that was a kind of a Karuta yeah. thing as well. So yeah, that can be used also for Karuta. So we're going way back. The OG origins of Yu-Gi-Oh! Is, so this is, is uh, this is a shadow game. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> the ancient Egyptians. In, well... I never would have thought the ancient Egyptians would have a reason. You know what this means, Aaron? It's time to do, 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 do. Not really. Not yet. Um, <laughs> wait, so when did the Egyptians invade Portugal? Well, they didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they, no, they did not. But, um, but you, okay, you, you mentioned something very important. That's the 100 poems. So the most popular form, the most modern form of karata, and the karata that's featured in Shahaya Furu is the ones that are called Hayakuin issue which is 100 poems by 100 poets. So on each of the cards, there is this opening stanza or opening lines to one of the hundred poems. Mm. Now, these poems are from the 1100s. 
Ooh. in Japan. And that's when they were collated by Fujiwara. So this guy Fujiwara collated these 100 poems from 100 different poets, but the poems might be even older than that. So he's a thousand years old. So that's wow, kind of dope. Man. So they have all of these beautiful poems that are on these cards. And a part of Chihaya Furu is also learning about the backstory for all the poems on the cards, which is also really cool. And there's some beautiful animation there, mm-hmm. like describing the, the love stories or whatever that is from that poem. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, but it also focuses, again, very much on the card game itself, which can be very intense. And yeah. when they're playing Karuta, when they're flinging the cards around because they're trying to grab the card of someone else, they absolutely slap them out of the way. Yeah. And if you can actually, you can go on YouTube and actually watch people there playing character, and they they are <laughs> so intense. Like people get real quick and just slam them on the ground. It's nuts. And it's it's kind of interesting as well because you see, there's there is a technique. Yeah. There, the, like this isn't like you know when we were playing Pokemon in you know the <laughs> card <the> tables. <laughs> yeah. There's you know there is form to your table flip. Mm, mm, um. Mm. It, yeah. When we were playing Pokemon um in high school, Pokemon cards they or you might be playing Magic the Gathering or anything else. These sort of card games have that set. You know, there's not that much movement in it. Karuta. Yes. Um. It's has, entirely reflex based. Like it's, you've yeah. Just got to. Well, and and memorization because you have to memorize because yeah. you shuffle the cards and then you put out cards in front of you and you have to memorize where you've put those 25 cards and then the other person's got theirs mm-hmm. so then you know okay you're listening someone reads out a poem and that read out the start of the poem so they'll read out uh um, the first stanza the first the first line of the card and the moment you hear the first part you're like okay they're saying um the, as red as the tatsua river which is a very important card in chihaya furu because it literally starts with the word impassionate gods which is mm. Chihaya is what mm-hmm. it starts with, so that's where Chihaya Furu comes from. All circles together. It all it all comes back. <laughs> it all comes back to that. So whenever Chihaya hears the start of Chi, the first syllable, she always knows that's like that's my card. I will immediately go for that card because mm-hmm. she always knows where it is. And mm. so you have to be like, okay, moment I hear this word, the in world, I'm like, this is the card I need to take. It's so interesting. It's mm-hmm. I cannot think of any game. It requires a lot of mental, like it's, it's physical and mental yeah, reflexes. Yeah, it's, it's Like I can't think wow. of anything that's this kind of strategy, memorization and physicality. I don't can't think of anything that's similar to. Mm. It's very unique. And this is like, I mean, going back to the anime side of things, mm-hmm. it's beautifully it's animated. It's so stunning. Yeah. Madhouse did a great. Very job. smooth. It's very yeah. slick, and it really gives you a, a a feel as if you're almost in the room when these mm. little tournaments are taking place. Yeah. And it's you can kind of tell the amount of energy and the tense intenseness. Oh, absolutely! You can feel the impact well. and the speed of it all. Mm-hmm. Just like whoosh. yeah, the, when they're absolutely flinging them around. Yeah, it's very cool. And the characters are amazing. The main three characters are amazing. The plot's mm-hmm. amazing. I love the music. The animation's phenomenal. Even if you don't care about the character aspect, you can still watch this for its beautiful drama and mm. romance plot. Now, have you watched all three seasons now? I have not finished season three because I have this thing where if I finish something and then I don't have any more of it, I'm sad. So <laughs> I've just got like a little bit left of season three that I just haven't finished yet cause I, then because then I know. Because season three was like six years after season yeah. two or something like and that. Then and it's, and, and that's that, not like, the end because wow. as we're saying, manga's still There's going. 47 so, volumes. Like, no, I... I, just, I need to just go and watch it, but I'll be sad when I have got none, none to watch. Yeah. You can always go back to the beginning. Well, that's what I've been doing, and I've been <laughs> having a really good time rewatching it. 
So look, um, this uh, did we? Where, where is it available online at the moment? Oh, it's this on Crunchy. Is, I was going to say it's Crunchyroll, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, so yeah, check it out on Crunchyroll. It's called Chihaya Furu. Chihaya Furu. Um, yes. So that's C H I H A Y A Furu. Um, if you can't get that, still go check in the um, notes of this mm-hmm. episode. It will yeah. be in there as well. But yes, if you like some other things I've mentioned before, so Natsume's Book of Friends, like Bakuma and stuff like that. If you're kind of floating in my space of things that I like. This is one pond. of my favorite animes of all time. Mm. So try it out. All right. Well, it is almost time to go to one of the uh the grand <laughs> the big granddaddies. <laughs> because even though Ch- you know, even though Chiafura is talking about an older game, this this one has heritage. Th- this th- one's the one that defined card game anime for especially for western audiences. Absolutely. Yeah. Let's go get in. Kawaii Fire Radio. I think I watched that as a kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Back catalogue. Y'all know what time it is? It's time to do 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 Yes, it yes. is time to talk Yu-Gi-Oh! And it's your resident Yu-Gi-Oh. card game boy! Oh. Yes. So let's, um, I think we need to set some uh, some ground rules here. Because set our field card? The, the, no. Lay no, some traps down. No, no, I've no. never played this game. <laughs> Good, <laughs> start. Um, Good start. Good start. Good opening <laughs> move. It's a trap card. Uh-huh. So we are talking not all of Yu-Gi-Oh! No. We are, and we're not talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Zero either. But we will be touching on Yu-Gi-Oh! Zero, I believe, in part. We'll, we'll touch a little bit on everything, we'll, we'll but we won't go around. too in-depth in it. We're going to focus so We're, we're on... going to talk about the OG... Yu-Gi-Oh! Jewel Monsters show that we got here in the West and we saw it on Cheese TV, we saw it on... It was everywhere. It was everywhere. And we're talking about the one starring Yugi Moto, the king of games. The king of games. The man with the hair higher than God. Literally. And with the stature lower than a desk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And there was Very kidnappable. (laughs) And they wore leather and there was some chains. And chokers and a lot of cake. so 2000. (laughs) Very spiky hair. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, yeah. So let, let, let's talk about the legend of the Millennial Puzzles first, and then we'll get on to the aspects of the game. Wait, do you mean the Millennium Items or just the Millennium Puzzle oh itself? Oh, my God. Both. <laughs> okay. Paco Estos. Okay. Because that was not Spanish. It's not. <laughs> it was very close, and I give you points for that. Oh, no, it's, I'm not very good at saying it, but I do have a button I can do, which is good. Both. 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 Both is good. Both is good. Both is good. Both is good. Mm. <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. I, look, I have been, I have been trying to say that Olil Paso ad for a decade and I still can't do it. We should get that as a sting. Yeah. <laughs> a little girl <laughs> saying... Oh, bene. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it's done. <laughs> I'm good with Italian. I'm good with French. I'm even good with a little bit of Maltese and Arabic, but I just cannot get my head around, like... Proper, well, like proper Portuguese. Portu- Portuguese. <laughs> but that was we were talking about Caracara Portugal. We are now in Spanish land we're, for some reason look, with you. Look, we're going to cut. It's you been off. a long week. <laughs> I'm going to mute myself. Aaron, please take over and inform us on Yu-Gi-Oh and its various forms. Okay, okay. So I'm going to start off with the classic Yu-Gi-Oh that you all probably know with Yu-Gi-Moto, and season one. Everybody knows it. Everybody loves it. It's du- Duelist Kingdom. The power of friendship. Yes, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yugi's grandpa gets his soul kidnapped, and so he has to enter this tournament and battle against Pegasus, who's this ooh big scary bad Hi, guy, boy. Yes. Maximilian Pegasus. Um, and Yugi finds out that he also has a Millennium item, 
like Yugi does. Yugi has his Millennium Puzzle, which houses the spirit of the Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Pegasus, however, has the Millennium Eye. Now, the Millennium Eye has a special ability that allows him to see into whoever's mind he gazes upon. That Mm. sounds very. That sounds better than getting like a hot other self of you. Yeah, honestly, yeah, Yeah, it's kind of yeah. But Yugi manages to use his Millennium Puzzle and win. And get his grandpa's soul. Well, so essentially using the Millennium Eye is cheating because you can see what the other person is seeing in their mind. Yeah, but they don't actually play the card game properly in this, so it doesn't matter. No, (laughs) Duel's Kingdom, no rules. None. There's no rules. How did you you summon a whole load of uh, monsters in a single turn? I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, basically. uh, Yeah, Duel's Kingdom, there were no rules. It was just summon what you want when you want. Mm. Go nuts. Um and there were a lot of made-up things, like in the game against the clown dude, where he summoned the castle and half his field went black and he couldn't see anything. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I have a question. Not about the clown. I don't want to know. Um, Fog of War? No. Wait, so did the card game come first or did the anime come, or the manga come first? The anime about the card game probably came out at the same time. So, th- so this, is, this is a very Pokemon-esque sort of situation. So there was Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 0, which was the precursor to the Yu-Gi-Oh! card game. Okay. Yes. And, and then Season 0 was very dark and basically about gambling. And Kaiba yeah. had green hair. Yeah. It was a bad yeah. time for everyone. Um, the Pharaoh basically played these games against people who wronged him or his friends. And basically... It's you, a very different story. If you died, uh, if you lost, you died. That was it. Yeah. Oh, like, you die in the game, you die in real life? No, it wasn't even a game. It was like, Aww. one of them was the Pharaoh and this other guy were hanging from a roof and there was a deck of cards and you flipped over a card and whatever number that was was how many steps you went up mm. and the other person went down Ooh. and whoever fell off the roof lost... Oh, that is messed up. And that, and obviously, Wait. this was before monster cards were in- yeah. introduced. So it was a very different format. That that was that was at 7 a.m. before school. We were watching this. I do no, not remember. No, no, that no. was season zero. So I was going to say, so, I do not remember so, that at all. Y- so Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters, as it was called over here, okay. or as uh, it was called in Japan, Duelist Kingdom, yes. um, is technically season one. But there was a prequel season, which is what everyone refers to as season zero, which okay. is not associated with the card game franchise, but did have the similar characters. Yes. All right. So they made they made zero, then they made a card game, then they made Duel Monsters. Yep. And then there was motorcycles eventually. Eventually, yes. Yep. It, card yep. games All and motorcycles. Yeah. Yep. It's character um, growth, baby. Well, like as the game went on, it kind of grew and got new rules and new techniques and new methods. And I'll touch on that a little later. Mm. But like with the main Yu-Gi-Oh series, with Yu-Gi-Moto and the Duel Monsters card game, um, it went Duelist Kingdom, then Battle City. Then they went into a virtual reality. Mm. And then it was the Seal of Orichalcos, which was about Atlanteans for some reason. (laughs) That's cool. And then they time-travelled in Season 5 to find out the Pharaoh's real name. Oh, right. To send him back to his own time. (laughs) And then that that takes up 224 episodes. With card games. Um, A children's card game. Great. (laughs) I I, I adored it. Um, But Battle City was when they started to give the game structure and rules in Season 2. And they introduced Tribute Summoning, which really grounded the game quite well mm. and then obviously in each iteration after they've introduced like new summoning methods and new rules like gx introduced contact summoning 
Five Ds introduced Synchro Summoning. Zexal introduced Xyz. Um, mm. Arc Five introduced Pendulum. Vrains so, is the, Link. You're saying a lot of words that. Yeah. Now, what's Vrains? Okay, so uh, a, a <laughs> lot, a, a lot a of people, uh, especially for you at home who are tuned in and going, "What on earth are we we stepped into right here?" So these are elements introduced into the game or rules introduced into the game. Um, think of it like revisions of like the rule set for Dungeons and Dragons or revisions for how they've outlawed certain cards in Magic yeah, the like Gathering. Di- different additions in in Dungeons and Dragons make sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, that that this is basically them evolving the game from the base version that we saw as kids on TV, which yeah. didn't have structure and rules, which they then created a card game off and went, now it does. And th- this was a similar situation with like Pokemon. The anime came out the same mm-hmm. time the game launched to promote the game. Yeah. This anime came out at the same time to promote the card game. Yeah. And um, a-, a lot of things have changed. A lot. Um, keeping up with it is sometimes a headache. I dropped out of it for a few years and I came back and I went, Synchro what? <laughs> yep. Wait, what's a brains? <laughs> okay, brains stands so, for virtual reality, oh artificial... Intelligence oh, I'm done. neural simulator. I'm done. Is okay. it an isekai? What does it let they you get, do? They get trapped in the video it game. It lets you go into a virtual reality and create your own like avatar mm. and go around dueling people in it. Okay. And people have like artificial intelligence. So it's in like sort of so online. Does this but ever not. get used in the real game? In the real game, no, you can't go into virtual reality. Okay. In the yeah, real. I, was, I was like it's wondering if there's like the equivalent of a Pokemon trainer card, which says V Reigns. You put it down, and you go. I'm in the virtual world. You can't no, touch me now. You, you pick up they... your, your your virtual reality headset, you put it on, and then you know we could we've got technology. We could make that a thing. Well, there are virtual reality duels, but it's more like in huh. Five Days when they introduced motorcycles. Yep, yeah, there's motorcycles. Oh, right. So it, it's just the theme for the anime. Not okay, necessarily. so not necessarily the card game. Okay, no. so let, let, let's talk about the basic rules of Yu-Gi-Oh for those who have not played it. Now, if I'm understanding correctly, Yu-Gi-Oh has a deck that you can construct and make yourself. So you can yes. put any monsters you want in it with limits. Limitations, yes. Um, I think it's a max of three of each creature. So similar principle to what they did with Magic the Gathering, a max of four of the same creature sort yeah. of thing. So yep. I can't rock up with five blue eyes white dragons and just summon mm. them all at once. Well, well. Exodia. <laughs> you, I know some words. There are different <laughs> variations of monsters. Like there's um, blue eyes silver dragon, I believe, and shining blue eyes white dragon. Aha, loopholes. So mm-hmm. you can have like multiples of those. You, you can build an entire deck out of blue eyes dragons or... Uh, what was the one your mate wanted? Karibo. Uh, Karibo deck. Which yeah. is the little, like, tribble-looking fluffy thing. I said yeah. tribble, I don't think anyone's going to know that. I, Please I let me know it. if you understand what a tribble is. It'll make yeah, any of those better. OG Star Trek fans out there? Like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Everyone's listening to this and they're like, mm, no, don't get that one. Sorry, Loz. I feel uh, like too young. Karibo's the mascot, really. Yes, like, yeah, absolutely. Every generation of Yu-Gi-Oh has its own little Karibo. And a different version of and it as that version. new gen yeah. comes out. And that's how you can make an entire deck out of Karibos if you're curious. <laughs> <laughs> so, look... Um, the, the game is one person playing another. It's 1v1, There correct? can be 2v2. Okay, but it's it's always balanced in, in, in even numbers. Uh, sometimes you can't in do... the show they do uneven matches, but I don't recommend doing that in real life. Because mm-hmm. th- that, that's literally like you'd have... Essentially, it's, it's a, a, I guess, a party-building game in a way. You're creating a team in front of you to attack the other person's party and their own life points as well. And yes. when you've kind of killed those monsters that take the the damage then it goes on to you and then you take damage and then you go to the shadow realm. <laughs> because... There's a lot of card effects, traps and magic cards that 
alter that balance a little bit, mm. but that's the basics of it. Um, basically, you're trying to get the monsters to duel, which mm-hmm. is why it's called Duel Monsters. Wow, classic. Yeah, yeah nice. So <laughs> <laughs> you're this great overlord and you're summoning these monsters and they're battling your opponent's monsters or if mm. they have no monsters and you're extremely lucky, you're just directly battling your you opponent. Just, you're just hitting them in the face with cards. Like you're just getting character cards and just watching yeah, them out. <laughs> straight into the wall. That's um, it. Yeah. You're literally walking up to people in the street and going, It's time to do, 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 do. And, and then you get arrested. Okay, yeah. is it kind of like Pokemon if you meet eyes with another Pokemon like in Battle Master? <laughs> you're like, it's time. Well, I, I would love to see people actually walking around with the um, the Jeweler decks. With the Jeweler discs. <laughs> would you like me to? <laughs> no, I know you've got you've got a Jewel disc uh, set which is signed, don't you? Yes, I've got one Jewel disc that I absolutely treasure more than anything, and it's signed by Eric Stewart and Ooh. Dan Green. Now they're the voice actors for the two Real main man, characters. No yes, in the original Yugi. Yeah, uh, like Yami Yugi and Yugi Moto are both Dan Green. The little and one then, and the hot one. Yep. <laughs> and then Seto Kaiba is Eric Stewart. The more mm. hot one. And you may know Whoa. Eric Stewart. Yeah, that's a big as... call. Stand by what I said. Stand by what I said. Eric Stewart is also James from Pokemon. Ah. Yeah. The... Oh, can I just say that I absolutely adore. One. No, no. Jesse and James <laughs> are actually... have a family. Yeah. And a kid. As in like the voice actors? No, no, no. no, no. The characters. What? The characters. Yeah. Wait, when? In the manga. Yeah, so the um the anime hasn't caught up to that point yet. Okay, but the manga, so the well, anime is so, going on. With well, it's doing, yeah, it's doing something. The thing. anime, the Pokemon anime, is kind of like the Fate Stay Night series, and Ash is the same age because every <laughs> single time it starts a new timeline with a new Pikachu and a new Ash, and that's why it's In always the same. Area. And that's why he's always the same age, and he doesn't age. No, no, I mean, that's some sort be better of cyborg. For that. I would say that'd be a better story than the fact that he just sucks the souls out of his female companions. Yeah, which oh is literally God. the case at the moment because at the moment he leaves them alone, they all go on to success. Actually, new Pokemon anime looks very cute. It does. I did watch yes. the first few like little episodes. Of yeah, it. and they're it's all on Netflix very, now as well cute. in the US. With Sorry Yo? to sidebar way yeah. over there. Yeah, yeah. super super cute. Super sidebar. Um, but look, um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Masters ran from 2000 to 2004. Was done by Gallup Studios. Now. I don't think they like they do do other things, but the only thing they seem to be known for yeah, is, never heard of that. is Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, it's mostly Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, um, they've done a couple of Kenshin movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just Yu-Gi-Oh. I mean, if you've got a golden pony, why why, why drop it? Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, okay, hold up. Ooh. Original anime TV series, 1998. Yes, and that is season zero. So that's actually really old comparatively. Mm-hmm. Which if you wow. look at the style for it, you can see it. Yeah. Like... The style changes drastically between so it's, yeah, it's eight two, nine years later, and it wow. was it was only like fourteen episodes or twelve episodes. Yeah, it was, it was really short. It was really short, <laughs> but it was really like woof. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty. pretty they needed the nine year cool down to no, give no, no. everyone a break. Two year cool down, two thousand to two thousand and four. Why did I? Okay, well I heard seven, so let's all just pretend that this conversation didn't happen. No and conversation. We'll just move on. Exactly. <laughs> now, but this is a valid point. That, it gives you a good idea that he had two years to massage that idea and turn it into a proper game. Not a good time to use the word massage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why Just gonna get, to? take these cards and reshuffle them to change yeah. the, uh, the the rules outcome. of the game, yeah. and then they did nothing. They Mix did up the decks. nothing. And they did nothing, and the rules make no sense. And they don't <laughs> play the game properly, and that's the anime, guys. Yep. Um. Look, so I mean, let, let question time. Yes. I'm gonna ask question you time. some questions, Aaron, sure. and you're gonna tell me if they are true rules. Of Yu-Gi-Oh. Okay, can I just quickly say, if you are interested in learning Yu-Gi-Oh, mm-hmm. play Duel Links. It's a mobile phone app, oh. also available on tablets, 
and basically it holds your hand the entire time. Uh, it only lets you do things. Aaron, you are can you do. getting sponsored by Dual Links? Like, is I this wish. another Rage guys, Shadow Legends guys, moment? Is this odd? Uh, Dual Links. <laughs> hey guys, love you. Send me some gems, please. Please send me free things. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so okay, so um, that app's probably the best way to use it because it's got tutorials. I'm assuming. Yes, and, and it's like it scales in difficulty. So the the better you do in your duels, the harder your opponents oh, become. That's smart. Oh, that's smart. And yeah. there's even a PvP option, so you oh, can go so and like battle other, other people. people. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So all right, let, let let's go through a couple of things we saw in the show. Um, can you combine monsters? Yes, fusion is a big thing. Okay, and um, it's also the link to synchro summoning, exceed summoning, and a lot of future types of summoning. Okay. Does Yugi ever get in trouble for wearing uh, like a choker and leather pants to school? Uh, no. No. Awesome. That implies he goes to school after season one. You're right. Yeah, actually, I never <laughs> see. Don't just... our parents care where we are? <laughs> yeah, no, they start off in school and then they just bugger off. Yeah, they okay. just don't go to school. Um, is it legal to summon three dragons in a single turn? If you use the correct spell cards and you use special summoning correctly, yes. In if that have, situation in the anime? In the situation in the anime, three blue like, eyes, white what, dragons? episode one or two, yep. where he just throws them out? No, but that was Duelist Kingdom and there were no rules back then. Okay, is Dark Magician Girl actually a useful card or is she just there for the eye candy? Extremely useful. Uh, she's got 2,000 base attack and defense and for every Dark Magician and Magician of Black Chaos in the graveyard, she gets an extra 200 attack. So you can wow. increase it by a maximum of, what's that, 1,200? Was that, okay. a, that was so, just a yes, right? Yes, so yes is, was fine. Is, is <laughs> 2,000 two a high score for the character? Uh, for Dark Magician Girl, it's a very good, well-balanced score because she's a six-star monster. So you have to sacrifice right. one monster to bring we, her We're, we're going to go right back down here. So <laughs> monsters have levels. Yes. And oh those levels are the stars at the top. Yes. And there's limits on how many you can summon based on other things. Kind of. Uh, you can have as many of, as you want, but to summon them, you need to meet certain requirements. Okay, okay, so you can't just be like, and all in on Dark Magicians, please. I'll yeah, take all of them. It's not like poker. No, no. Um, <laughs> to summon a Dark Magician because he is a seven-star monster, you need to tribute two monsters. Okay. What's tribute? So, tribute is when you send them to the graveyard. So, oh, if, so for, argu so nice. for argument's yes. sake, say I've got two monsters, do they have to their stars equate to the seven? For traditional summoning, no. So I put a bunch of Karibos out and then I get um, like a super cool dragon later. Yeah, you can put out just two Karibos and summon a blue eyes. Oh, okay. Okay, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> but that will take three turns, one per summon. All right, okay. So uh, it, it and then bad. someone could take out my Karibos in the meantime. Yes. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. Can I, uh, like, for real question, and this is going to sound like a bad question that I'm just trying to trip you up, there but I do no legitimately questions. have no idea what actually is Exodia and how do you summon it? Why are there so many p parts of it? And so why does someone throw y Yugi's card into the ocean? Exodia the Forbidden <laughs> One okay. is oh, no. the OG game winner. Uh, basically, he's separated into five pieces. So that's five cards in the five deck. Five cards, yep. So you've got left arm, left leg, right arm, right leg, and then the body. Cool. And if you manage to have all five of them in your hand, you automatically win. What? Oh, okay. You don't, so you don't have to summon have to play them. them. You don't even have to summon them. Okay, that's not fair. I just happen to be a rich guy, Hello Seta Kaibo, and I just happen to own all of the Exodia cards because I'm the best and there I just is win a every limit. time. You can only have one of each piece in your deck. Oh, okay. So, the, and Exodia, I'm assuming, isn't like, you know, Karibo or Blue Eyes White Dragon, where there's multiple versions which are similar. There's no. just the OG. Well, there is a different version of Exodia, which requires you to have all five pieces of him in your graveyard. Oh, okay. And then you can summon this special Exodia. I forget what it's called, but I, 
I, I it, wanted one for it, so bad. Is it like spirit exodia because you've been in the graveyard or something like that? It's, it's something like reincarnated or revived or something. Okay, and like in the anime, obviously, because it's an anime, they actually like summon them and you actually see them. Yes. So like how does that work like in the in the world of the anime because they actually, they're playing these games in these like arenas, right? And they've almost got like virtual reality. It like makes it look oh, like it's hologram. there. Like yep. It's like a hologram or something. Yep. Okay. Because... I never really, because I've only seen like flashes of Yu-Gi-Oh when I was a kid, and then I've watched Abridged, Yu-Gi-Oh Abridged, <laughs> which of course is excellent, but you know, it doesn't help me understand Yu-Gi-Oh at all. Well, no, but shout out to Little Karibo. Yes, we yeah, do love L- like, he brought the hype back. He, absolutely he did. did. He did. Um, so, in a nutshell, the Yu-Gi-Oh card game is very similar to a lot of Japanese card games around that time with our elements for summoning and removing monsters. There are people you're attacking or there's a limit to how many things you can win to then, you know, yeah. the other to win the game. Um, so my big question is, is it any good? The Ooh. card game or the anime? The card game. The anime. Yes okay. and yes. Answer both. Um, yes and yes. <laughs> I, I actually have... A bunch of friends that still play to this oh, day. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, nerds. Hey, I'm super joking. We're <laughs> Shout all nerds. out to Sonia and Jamie. Just like, <laughs> hey guys. As I said, hashtag not all weebs. Um, <laughs> I still don't know what that means. Oh no! The <laughs> anime. Stop saying it because I know what it means. It the like... anime. Um, I feel like I can condense it to one little Karibo quote, if I may. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a broken, exploitable mess of a game, and I'm about to exploit the hell out of it. <laughs> TM. Cool. All right. But it, and, and, like, it is fun. Like The characters oh, are silly, down. and they look great. And look, I watched some of 5Ds because the boys were hot and they're on motorcycles, and I didn't really understand <laughs> what was going on, but... Boy, were they hot and on motorcycles. The stories themselves can be very confusing. Kyle's laughing at me. Because in five days, there were like these shadow demons that were possessing them that were like these like creatures the from another realm. They all had really and cool like Final Fantasy uh, VII yeah, motorcycles. I'm sorry, weird. but I swear we had a rule on no waifus or husbandos. I said you're nothing. Just, you're just going, oh, these boys hey, hey, are hey, hot. I said nothing. You also did it with Dice Club. Got him. You both did it with Dice Club Damn and it. I didn't. I'm the victor here. I just said she was a good character. I didn't say I wanted to marry her. No, I didn't but say you I said wanted she to marry really cute. the boys either. I just appreciated their aesthetics, Kyle. I appreciate their aesthetics. Did I? And their, their fine jackets and hair and the way that they stared longingly into each other's eyes and how they rode <laughs> motorcycles. Oh, I see where this is coming from. Indeed. There, 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 there were yaoi goggles on. They were. Uh, adjusts. Yeah, Jack and Yusei. For real, mm. though. Just, just. Okay. Yeah, okay. Cool. This so man's look, got if my you want to if you want to check out Yu-Gi-Oh um Jewel Monsters, I believe uh it's actually is it streamable still on Netflix? On Netflix. Yes. It's, it's the OG seasons you there. You can also get Yu-Gi-Oh through to like the OG, not season 0, but the OG through to Arc V on Crunchyroll mm. in Australia. Awesome. You can get Vrains in America. Yeah. See, this was an issue as well for you because obviously you were trying to catch up on the anime and you were finding the region locking on it's quite bad. Yeah. So uh, mileage may Kanari, vary. Can can you guys just like license us over here in Australia just real quick? So Cheers, guys. I'd highly Classic recommend Australian. jumping on because.moe. Um, it's a website mm. which is literally a streaming service search engine and you can put in your region, um, whether it's... Uh, unfortunately, it's only English speaking at the moment. So that's the US, Canada, the UK and Australia. And it tells and you where to go. It's so good. It tells you where good. you can stream it. Which Kyle, is, are yeah. they paying you? No. Um, they're, <laughs> they're, they're, actu- they're actually a fan-run site. They're oh. super, super good. They're yeah. super good. Um, we, we found them about 18 months ago and just... 
whenever we needed to find something. Wow. You found them 18 months ago. You didn't tell me. Wow. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Betrayal. You, if, really well, if you had to listen to episode 36, you would have known. Um, you know that off the top of your head? No, yeah, it's, actually it's, actually, it's actually earlier than that. <laughs> okay, okay. I was actually <laughs> impressed for a second. I think we should add one to the Kenny count because I feel like you deserve to have one. <laughs> yeah, one free punch. Okay, one free punch. Now, um, if you, as we said, if you want to check it out or if you do want to get into the games, as uh, Kenny mentioned, there is a Yu-Gi-Oh app. Yes, Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Links. Please go play. It's good fun and you get to see all of your Free to download. Free to download, but there are in-game purchases. Yeah, there there always will be. Yeah. I don't know if you want to play Karuta. I don't think there's anything here in Western Australia, but it did boost the popularity of Karuta Mm. itself in Japan by like a lot, which is really cool. But yeah, I feel like you you need a very extensive knowledge of kanji to at least read the cards and understand the poems. So that'd be kind of hard. Which is why you go but, for Hanafuda. Yeah. Very close. Hanafuda, you've got the pictures instead. So, yes. yeah, there mm. you go. Um, I actually have a, a card game story I've just remembered. Oh, do tell. So, when I was a young boy... So, it was a child kind of card game. I made a card game. You made a card game. Using the characters from Final Fantasy VII. So, the summons. Um, so, I was go- sc- scouring Google, mm-hmm. finding cool pictures. And this was... In the dawn of the internet, because I'm old. Square Enix, please don't sue us. No, it's fine. Using your old dial-up modem? Yeah, it was actually. It was oh Dad's boy. dial-up modem for work, so wow. I got in trouble for that. Um, <laughs> and you downloaded like, how many megs? <laughs> please do comment if you remember dial-up, so we cannot mm. feel so old. That would be great. Yeah, um, but I, I went and created a load of, um, basically using the format of Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon cards and sort of hybridizing them, mm-hmm. and to make them into little card games to play with my younger brothers. That's so cute. Um, Have you played Aww. the Final Fantasy trading card game? I didn't even know there was there one. There is. There you go. There's a Final Fantasy trading card game. Yeah. So th- this was back in like... They took you, They took your thing. They, they, they stole did. it This was you. 2001 I did this. So, um, you know, I was I was a wee kid. Well, a, a wee, wee laddie. A wee laddie. <laughs> Same brain cell. <laughs> now, um, but yeah, um, I, I think a lot of us did that sort of thing back in the days before we had... Nope. No? Okay, I'm alone. <laughs> well, like, if you want some recent card game news... Digimon just dropped their new TCG. Oh yeah, and that, that's that, yes. this. This is the first release of a trading card game for Digimon, isn't it? Uh, yeah, no, there was really? one a long time ago. Really? Yeah. I thought this yeah. was the first. No, oh, okay, cool. Back in like 2003, it was okay. actually featured in one of the Digimon World PS1 games. Oh. Man, that is a uh, God. I love those games nugget. so much. PlayStation One. So um, <laughs> they've redone it and revamped it up and made it all shiny and new. And for the new series, for the new series, right? I'm not sure. I've only seen the two mm. decks, and they're in Japanese. Yeah. And you've got ties and mats, so you've got Garurumon and Greymon. Yeah. Okay. And they, they, they look pretty interesting. Sweet. All right. Well, on that bombshell, let's head on to the end. Kawaii Fire Radio. Well, as usual, that is where we're going to leave things for this episode. Thank you so much for joining, Neil. This is uh, a bit of important. We're going to be gone for three weeks this time, and that's because this is our last normal episode of our broadcast season. We actually have a big end-of-year event. Big. 
big. With suits and dresses and all the fancy stuff. Yeah. I'll wear a suit. I'll wear a suit. Hell yeah. I'll wear a dress. I'll wear a dress. That's what yes. I want. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Wonderful. I'm going to wear a knuckles dress. I will take... You know where I'm going with this. I will take pictures. They will be on the Instagram. Oh, no. So the 2020 Wi-Fi Anime Awards are in the works. And oof, there's a lot for us to do. It's why we haven't got Farah or Kenny with us today. They are both looking through all of their back catalogs and going, oh, no, we haven't watched this yet. Working hard. So the good question is, who will receive the coveted golden kawaifu and be crowned the anime of the year? And who will be given the cabbage of shame? Oh, I get it. It's like waifu. Yeah. It's like kawaii, yeah, kawaii food. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, get it. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I like classic yeah. yeah. And, and most importantly is the Ara Ferreira Award, which yeah. for the worst CG, which we all know is probably going to be Gibiate. But, you know, you, just in case oh, it might be something I'll, else. I'll be, I'll be honest, Loz. Ara Ferreira could edge it. Even though it didn't air this year, it could edge it. It could still win its own award. <laughs> Kyle. Meteora. Oh, yeah. There's been some Ooh. bad CG this year. Uh, no, it's definitely good. All will be revealed when we finish conducting our voting and we open the plain paper envelopes with the newspaper with a scrap of paper in it. We're not fancy. It is literally a couple of news, uh, like a couple of envelopes that I've actually stole from work. Um, can well, we get like a Wi-Fi wax seal? Yeah, okay. That's oh. it. We're changing it. Aaron and I are here now. We're doing it fancy. There will be fancy there envelopes. There is a standard to be met. There oh. We will have a high standard of envelopes, sir. See, I kind of want to get the Wi-Fi stickers made now. Okay, we're going to make yeah, stickers. Yeah, that works too. Because yeah. we can use the little circle logo over the seal uh -huh. of the envelope. Yeah. Look very smick. Yeah. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Awesome. I'm excited. So, if you've enjoyed listening to us babble to each other for a long, long time about lots of different card games and mm -hmm. want to hear more about us and all of our random thoughts, please hit the subscribe button so you can get alerts when we put up new episodes, especially for the Anime Awards mm -hmm. episode coming soon. And if you'd like to join the Kawaii community, don't forget to head over to our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for breaking anime news, memes, and videos. And pictures of the cat. And, and cat pictures of the cat, yeah. Um, Liger TM, he is our podcast cat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, you've been listening to Kawaii Radio. Thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, watch, watch some anime! Play some card games. Play, Play some motorcycles? Card games. Don't, that's actually a risk. We don't want to be responsible for any accidents. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> be very careful. We'll catch you next time. Bye! <laughs>